Hello, and welcome to the Humumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown. The podcast where we watch 31 horror movies throughout the hallowed month of October. Ranging from the critically acclaimed to film school projects gone gruesomely awry. And we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Sully Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously while we take these movies seriously. So today we watched 13 cameras, which comes before 14 cameras in the sequence. Not quite the same as Ocean. Ocean's 11 and 12 and 13. And then no, eight. no 14. Um, Whatever. 13 Cameras is also called Slumlord. Which is a dumb title because this isn't like a slummy apartment building. It's a nice no. house. In fact, the fact that it was a nice... Well, I mean, it was an apartment, I think. but Or like well, a condo. Yeah, a condo but the fact that it was nice was why Claire was willing to move into it, even though she was super and appropriately sketched out by the... Uh, Landlord. The slumlord. Except, yeah. <laughs> it was a terrible title, and 13 cameras is much more appropriate. Although I did not do an official camera count. I didn't either. So I don't know if 13 cameras is actually Well, it's the spookiest number of cameras. <laughs> it's true. Which then sets you up for having a very unspooky sequel. Yeah, I mean, 14 yeah. cameras it's just isn't a scary. a lucky number of cameras. <laughs> This is the movie of a young couple. The wife is significantly pregnant and they are moving yeah. into this condo and they are having some relationship issues as they prepare for their child to be born. Yes. The movie follows their relationship drama very extensively, I feel. And also, by coincidence, the landlord is spying on them through approximately 12 to 14 cameras <laughs> in their house and might be a serial killer because he's pretty creepy. But really, it's mostly just about their relationship. It is. And he's he's definitely like voyeuristically watching their relationship kind of disintegrate. And, and I definitely got the feeling that he was on Claire's side, that he he yeah, was sort so. of obsessed with Claire and sort of wanted to protect her, I think, in a way. Maybe, yeah. By, you know, kidnapping her and locking her and up and stealing her, her baby. Yeah. You know. The landlord was easily the most sympathetic character in this whole movie. <laughs> which is saying well, a lot because he's creepy and dirty and he kills people and kidnaps women. I mean, and I still liked him better than pretty much anybody else. I think their friends, Audrey and Audrey's husband, were fine. Josh or something like that. Sure. They were fine. They were background, like set dressing. Like they were <laughs> not real. And it's not to say that there weren't good characters. It's just he was the most sympathetic. Like for an evil character, they set him up as someone like I understood what he was doing and why he was doing it. And hmm. it's not. <laughs> no, not in that way. This is like, a bit concerning, I listeners. Don't, I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to explain, but like- <laughs> In terms of writing this character, I feel like he was a well-written, creepy kidnapper dude. Well, I feel that he was a well-acted, creepy kidnapper dude. Very much so. 
he yes. was just there were a lot of scenes of just him watching his cameras slack jawed and it just his eyes fixed on him and mm-hmm. it was like yeah this is a lot better and more interesting than what you see in most of these movies yeah yeah you know, this kind of character because he felt like a real scary person not yeah, just a he, character i mean he was very flawed like he was not this superhuman killer he was like very physically broken like he he felt like i feel now i feel like in like the past about three years or so i've <laughs> turned into exactly what he is where he kind of lumbers around his back <laughs> is clearly in bad shape his hips are in bad shape and the thing is just, he was also super jacked though well, just had- like me again I'm Again, feeling the connection. Right, right. Just like you. He had crazy amounts of muscles on this very weird, broken, sinewy kind of body. It yeah. was it was interesting. Um, And he t- spoke in an odd way. Yep. You could tell whenever he interacted with anybody, not just the main characters. Like, he was awkward and weird. And people definitely picked up on that. But also he was... It was sort of like... Maybe he's just awkward and weird because he has these physical disabilities. Like, you could see people kind of second-guessing their gut feeling about him. Yeah. Which was actually my first note. Mm. Trust your instincts, Claire. (laughs) Like, she knew that he was... Like, before he even got out of the truck, as he drove up, she's like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. He was... Definitely a creepy guy. She would have saved herself a lot of trouble if she had gone gone with that. But it seems like Claire's maybe not the uh, the best judge of character. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, she. I think she was still having instincts throughout the movie that she should have gone with earlier than she did. Yes. Her husband, Ryan, is... <sighs> the villain. Definitely the villain of this movie, actually. <laughs> like, which is weird to say, but yeah, he's he's a terrible guy. In that way where this movie kind of unsettled me because I sort of felt at times like it was being written like he was supposed to be sympathetic. Like we were supposed to understand how he got himself in this predicament. (laughs) Well, yeah, there was like towards the end when they're all kind of fighting for their lives and running around. I kind of felt like these are our heroes and, you know... Kind of when we saw, you know, Hannah and Claire, Hannah being Ryan's mistress. (laughs) um, They got to like hide in the bathroom together and it's like they were being thrown together and they're like oh this is not good for us but it's better than dying and you get this feeling of you know yeah we've got our problems relationship wise but there's someone killing people out there we've got to hide and it's like that supersedes it but he was still horrible absolutely so i actually made a note of hannah and claire in that bathroom during that scene i really really liked how respectful they were of each other like they set all the drama aside and were like we're two people protecting each other we're going to take care of each other. All the other stuff is irrelevant right now. Absolutely. And even earlier on, like, you could tell Hannah was, I mean, she was having an affair with a married man, but you could tell she was really uncomfortable with it. Uh-huh. She thought things were going to go differently than they did. Like, she believed, she was, you know, one of those people who believes the guy, when the married guy, when he says, oh, I'm going to leave my wife for you. Yeah. And she didn't know that Claire was pregnant. Mm, that's true. When they met, not knowing their, this drama between between them before the 
affair was revealed, like they kind of got along. Like you could see how they would be friends if not for the fact that there was Ryan between them. Side story going into all this. We chose this movie off a list of found footage movies, Mm -hmm. which was a trick. This is not a found footage movie by any means. I was going to ask you if it qualified. It's not even in the ballpark. Like it has maybe like, I'd say two minutes worth of found footage style camera in it. No, I think there's more than that. Like if we look at it in terms of all the footage, all the times when the landlord is looking at the cameras and spying on them, like there was kind of a significant chunk of... Maybe there was some... Like screen time. But not much. But not... Not much. The main thing is that this was like a regular movie that was about footage being filmed. Right. And that is not acceptable. That is a totally different kind of movie. At no point was this footage found. That's true. And then used to tell a story of something that already happened. Uh, Not to get into the ending too much at this point, but the footage was definitely not found because it's just continuing. Oh, yeah. He was not caught. (laughs) He he was doing just fine. You know, I feel like there have been some movies that we've watched that fall sort of into that found footage category that are surveillance based, like where that sort of camera, it's not necessarily someone carrying a camera around. So I don't have a problem with that. But it wasn't the main way of telling the story, first of all. And there was no actual finding of this footage. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely just... A plot element. That being said, I liked how it was used. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. So one thing I had an issue with was that the landlord was there putting all kinds of work into renovating the basement and like soundproofing the basement. Yes. And getting it ready before he ever kidnapped anyone. Like he well, he sure. eventually kidnapped Hannah and kept her in the basement for a while, but he had that room prepared well in advance. Do you think he was planning to kidnap Claire and just like his plans got sidetracked by the fact that Hannah went nuts when Ryan like decided to break off the affair? Or was this like a plot flaw? Yeah, I suppose he was working on that. But it was before he knew about Hannah. Like it was yeah, weird it wasn't timing. For her, I don't think. Okay. I mean, he clearly had nefarious goals in mind. Right. It just felt strange, like it worked out so nicely for him to keep Hannah down there, but there was no reason why he would have had it prepared for her. So I don't know. It felt that was the one part of the story, like the plotting of the story where I was like, it it didn't quite flow for me. Right? I didn't think so, because I mean, he put all the cameras in the house. He was he was definitely planning something. Mm-hmm. And Hannah was an accident for sure. Like he saw the opportunity and I think he wanted to help out Claire. Yeah, for sure. That was his way of helping. It's a good guy. Such a sweetie. Feeds burgers to dogs. Such a sweetie. I did want to share one of the goofs from IMDb that I I feel like I should just read out verbatim here. It's a perfectly normal issue. It's uh, a bag is in one scene, then disappears and comes back later. Fine. But this is how the goof is written on IMDb. Claire finally has enough of Ryan's lying after finding out for sure that he has been cheating on her and kicks him out, leaving a bag of his clothing on the front lawn. After he goes in to lie to her face some more and then comes back out, he picks up the bag, rolls his eyes like the brat not getting his way that he is, and drops the bag back on the lawn and leaves. In the next scene showing the front of the house, the bag is gone. The next day when Claire steps outside, the bag is back. See? You can see. It's almost like I wrote that because (laughs) many, many of the comments that I wrote 
are descriptors of Ryan that are things I cannot read on the microphone because we keep our reviews PG. Wonderful people. So he was a gaslighting piece of garbage. That was bad. It was really bad. And like the way he was portrayed, he was so slimy. It got me thinking of like, you know, I've heard talk about how, you know, how monogamy is very difficult and sometimes cheating happens, like feelings happen, whatever, and relationships fall apart. Okay, but it got to me thinking like what he's doing, all this lying and scheming and like he destroyed her phone in order to see- stop her from getting some messages. Yep. Stuff like that. Like And then lied it like didn't just destroy her phone, but like set oh, up an was, elaborate yes. thing about how this water spilled on it, but first he had run it under the faucet so it was really ro- ruined and then like, oh, I don't know, how did that spill? Like he was such a good liar. Yeah, but the thing you hear about, you know, like adultery and stuff is it happens, but if you if you then talk about it open and honest, put your relationship back together, you know, that's what's important. And like, sure, the adultery, fine, but this kind of lying and cheating and scheming someone, that's not having any respect for that person. That's no, it's just terrible and there's no putting that back together right it goes deeper than the physical side of the relationship when he was talking to hannah he used one of the lines that just i hate so much because (laughs) it's true but it's also just straight up not taking responsibility i didn't mean for it to happen it just happened like you know what feelings just happen the way you act on those feelings, that's not a just happen. Like, he chose to ask his wife what time she was going to get home from her meetings and then make sure that his girlfriend was out of the house before she got home. Like yeah, it was all very planned. Yes. And it was scummy. And I was waiting for him to be destroyed by the landlord the whole movie. And I cheered when Claire kicked him out. <laughs> And I wrote, Ryan, meatball peen hammer, when he finally (laughs) met his final fate. Which, I mean, let me ask you, he was definitely portrayed as a terrible guy. Here's the problem, though. He wasn't. He sure seemed like it to me. He was a terrible guy. No, I know. But like his smarmy face, you know? He was portrayed like so many other characters being played by middle 20 something white guys who have never really had to take responsibility for anything because apparently when you're 27 and you're a white guy you're still young and stupid and learning and that is a thing and it makes me so angry that that's just a thing and this didn't address that like this didn't point out like hey this is a thing it's a problem that we have created in our society Mm -hmm. we should do something about it he just was that guy and i think that it was not like i think it was just this is what the writers experience in society i don't think it was intentional in any way so rather than coming off as evil or a really bad guy, he came across to me as naive, young, stupid, whatever. Like, that that's what they were trying to say about him. Hmm. And as someone who has been held responsible for my decisions since <laughs> I was, like, nine, like, that is frustrating to me. I don't know. I mean, he was 
so scheming. No, he was. My point is, I think that the people who made this movie are not, like, woke to the fact that his schemingness is evil as opposed to just dumb. Hmm. You know? So you then, the question I was formulating was, I'm saying your answer to that question that does not yet exist, is that we are not meant to be glad that he gets killed. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't think that this was, I don't think he was meant to be a true villain. I think he was like super flawed guy who ends up being killed by the true villain of the thing. That's interesting. As you can hear on our horror movie podcast that we've just spent the whole time discussing relationship drama, (laughs) this movie was focused totally on relationship drama. It was almost until like the last just little bit of the movie, it was pretty much a movie about how their relationship was going badly, Mm -hmm. where there just happened to be a guy filming them throughout the process. And like, that was not even an issue in their lives. They didn't know. Right. That we were scared for them because we knew what was happening, but they weren't scared at all. Yes. Until probably the last, what, 20 minutes of the movie? Yeah. Or even less. Maybe. So there was that psychological horror element the whole time. Like we kept seeing things like, oh, he's watching them in the shower and, you know, mm-hmm. everything. And it- camera in the toilet bowl. Yeah. No, no, no. So we we knew that was happening. And so it did have that effect, like got you thinking about those kind of things. And, you know, in the way horror does, it makes you feel concerned about that kind of thing in your own life. Mm -hmm. But that really wasn't what we were watching. We were just watching their relationship. Yeah. Which, I mean, has its element of, I guess, emotional horror. Like that is a thing people are afraid of. But this didn't. Like, until the very end, this movie really wasn't much of a horror movie. Yeah. Well, except earlier than the very end, uh, I really felt like when Hannah showed up at the house and apparently had a key to their house, what's that about? Right? Who gives their mistress a key (laughs) to the house they live in with their wife? I don't know, but apparently Ryan does. One of his silly mistakes. She shows up. And the the landlord is like stalking her in the dark in the house Mm. and he ends up grabbing her. And I felt like that whole scene was like, that felt like really good horror. Mm -hmm. Like when he actually grabbed her and was yelling, Mm -hmm. it was, that was a jump scare. And leading up to that was kind of traditional horror, dark house stuff. Ooh, and when he came back the next day to visit Hannah in the basement, that was horror. That was like, I'm trying to think what it's similar to. But it was, you know, it had that whole element of like, she's chained up and he's like feeding her and bringing her a pretty dress. Being nice in a terrible way. Yeah. And see, I think that was the point where I was like, oh, this guy is is more sympathetic than anybody else. Because you could see, while you're watching him do something horrible that you know is horrible, you could also see, kind of from his point of view, where he's, like, taking care of her. Like, he's cleaning out the bucket that she's (laughs) using and bringing her food and promising to give her a shower. And as evil as he is, he doesn't know that he's evil. Yikes. Yeah. I do want to say, I think Hannah is more sympathetic than he is. I'm kind of on her side in this movie. Okay, yes, yes. 
largely yes if you can get past the fact that she was having an affair mm -hmm. with a married guy yeah. i mean the way in which yeah. she was engaged in that affair was a lot better than the way in which ryan was engaged in that affair. yes yes and there were things she didn't know and as she learned them she was like you could see her growing less and less comfortable mm -hmm. with the whole thing and i think ultimately you know she has this kind of meltdown and she's like trying to contact Claire a whole yeah. bunch and she's, you know, I'm not going to leave this house until you guys are both back here and we talk this out. I honestly think it was less about I still, it wasn't so much a fatal attraction kind of thing where she's like, I yeah. will have you. It oh, was no. more like she really just wanted Claire to know what she was in the middle of. Yeah, she spent the whole time just being like, we've got to come clean about this. What we're doing is wrong. And he was gaslight central and clearly he had told her things that weren't true like she yeah. she's looking at pictures and she's like oh your wife is pretty and she looks nice and then <laughs> later when she shows up at the front door she's like you're very pregnant like <laughs> yeah. she didn't know any of these things and he was clearly telling her you know these sob stories about how you know his wife who didn't care for care about him and you know yeah. never touched him and whatever well and that is interesting it feels like the movie almost is making her out to be kind of a psycho you know not a stalker but you know like definitely she's the crazy lady and this poor guy has to deal with the crazy lady even though you know he got himself in the problem but still she's being right. nuts but now that he's trying to be <laughs> noble and get out of it is he which no, no, not at all. Like, I feel like the movie was trying to portray him as, oh, he's seeing the error of his ways and he wants to, you know, fix his relationship with his wife. And really, he was just afraid that he was getting caught. Like, yeah, there was, was no nobility bad. there. He was a really bad Ugh. guy. Ugh, but I hate him so much. To defend, well, to not defend him, but to <laughs> nice indicate save. why Claire isn't any better. Okay. Why she's possibly 10 times worse. All right. Tread carefully. They drove two hours to get a rocking chair. <laughs> and then apparently they just bought it, drove it back home, set it down, and then sat in it and went, oh, this is an uncomfortable chair. Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe she deserves everything that happened to her <laughs> because of everything that. everything is deserved. <laughs> Hammer to the face is what oh, you get for that. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but it was definitely, there were issues with that relationship. And I, I mean, that's interesting. I do like that gets into the kind of horror that I like. But I, I still didn't really feel like it was a horror movie until the very end when, yeah. you know, he starts taking people out. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's cool to put it in the horror category. Like, it, it wouldn't fit anywhere else. No. But they, what we were watching mostly was relationship drama. Yeah. So, what about the very end? Like, so I have a note about how much I was enjoying the, the ramp up to the climax of the movie. Like, all of the, the tension of, oh, what was it? Okay, so Claire finds the camera by the front door, and that causes her to get Ryan to come back, which, you know, part of me was like, girl... There's no one else you can, like, lean on in this situation. Yeah. But it was realistic that she would have her husband, estranged or no, come back to look into the situation when she was like, oh, this is scary. So that made sense. And then Hannah was doing it like she was being sneaky and pushing the bag in front of the camera so that the landlord couldn't see yeah. that she was getting out. And then she's up there pounding on the door. 
and Ryan opens the door and he's like, what are you doing here? Like everybody uh-huh. seemed to react to the situation in ways that made sense. And as crazy as it was, you could see how they got into that situation. And I really yeah. was enjoying that. Yeah, I think it made sense. And it was that was part of the whole movie was, you know, like I said, the the bad guy was kind of inept and like he mm-hmm. was clearly driven by his compulsions, like mm-hmm. he was not all right. That kind of made the whole movie, it's just sort of real life. Like these things happened and ran into each other and resulted in this instead of some elaborate plot that he had, mm-hmm. even though clearly he was plotting. And he, right, he made choices like to go in there while there was nobody there or like mm-hmm. to test to make sure the soundproofing worked. Like he was making thought out choices about it. But there were also lots of times where I'm like, oh, if like they had come home five minutes earlier or like there were there were things that could have gone wrong and he just kind of got lucky. Yeah. But not so many that it was unbelievable to me. But in the end, I was surprised by the ending. Yeah. Okay. So the ending where Ryan is dead, Hannah's dead. Oh, I liked the whole kind of book ending of the scene with Hannah and Ryan in the pool. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was one of those affair moments. And then Hannah meeting her end in the pool. Mm. I liked how that was written. And then Claire's kidnapped. And then we cut to later. Yeah. Clearly a couple of months later, because she kept talking about how in a couple months she was going to meet her baby, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Seven weeks later. Did it say seven weeks? Yeah. Oh, yes, it did. Okay, well, then I don't buy it because that baby was not, like, a week old. That baby was, like, several months old. That scene could have been later, though. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so he still has Claire locked up somewhere, which apparently is also soundproofed, even though it's in another condo somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. And he has his son. Was it It was a son, right? Yeah, Junior. Even though he told Claire when he did the creepy (laughs) touch the belly thing that she was having a girl. Yes, he did. Clearly, he's not psychic. Clearly not. So what part of that, like, what was it about it that you were, that was unexpected to you? Well, here's the deal. That ending, I mean, that's how traditionally horror movies end, is all the heroes die and you see the villain possibly dead, but his hand pops up out of the grave or he just plain gets away. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, that's it. That's that sort of loss of hope is how horror ends. So you end horror movies going, oh. Yeah. Which <laughs> it is doesn't how this matter ended. how how much you fight or how strong you are or how clever you are. Yeah. We're all going to die. But uh, that's not what I was expecting. And I don't know. I feel like Claire should have gotten out of there. Well, because every once in a while that is the case. Yeah, like, I mean that like happens. The one the pretty girl survives <laughs> and gets away and then generally is attacked over and over again in all the in, on, in, in the all sequels, the sequels in 14 cameras sure so do you think that you were expecting the happier version of a horror ending because it was more of a an emotional drama relationship drama for most of it i guess because so. those tend to have happy endings hopeful endings. i think it might be more that because the whole movie was about their relationship that they were actual developed characters instead of six teenagers in a cabin that get murdered sure. one by one in that movie, I don't care. Sure. It does feel very bleak and hopeless that after everything, after everything Claire went through, you know, the gaslighting, the destruction <laughs> of her marriage, like l- losing, you know, watching people die, 
blah, 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 blah. It seems very unfair that she's now kept in a room. Like, she doesn't even have yeah. the, the, the like, release of death. She's just no. kidnapped forever, apparently. And just going to eat fast food. And her son has been taken away from her. Like, she knows yeah, wow. that her kidnapper is raising her son. That's pretty yeah, traumatic. That is pretty horrifying. Wow. Must be horror. Must be. My goodness. I found this movie compelling. It kept me going. It was interesting, but it wasn't like the greatest. It wasn't the movie for me. It was well crafted and whatnot. You know, it was a a well done movie, but just not. I mean, I guess there were no ghosts and it wasn't the found footage I was looking for. It's true. We're struggling to find found footage this year. I know. I can't believe that's happened twice in a row now. Mm-hmm. But overall, you know, because it was good, but just not not hitting what I was looking for, I'm going to give this three and a half wet phones out of five. Okay. I, I sort of feel the same as you. Like it was, it was well done. I really, I did think the acting was really good. Like yeah, I it was. believed the characters. I thought it was well written. They were well-rounded, realistic characters. So in terms of making a movie, I thought it, it held up really well. It wasn't as scary mm-hmm. as it could have been, I don't think. And I'm not sure about the ending. Like, uh, Yeah, me too. There was so much of a buildup. Like, I was enjoying the buildup so much, and then it just sort of fell off at the end, I think. It didn't... That punch I was looking for at the end wasn't quite there. Yeah. But really, that's, I mean, that's my main complaint. And I don't even have that much of a complaint about it. So I think the fact that it made me dislike Ryan as much as I did, (laughs) and it made me get invested in the characters as much as I did, says something. Um, I'm going to give it four wet phones out of five. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah. I think we're kind of on the same page with this one. Yeah, I'm like four feels a little high, but when I think about doing three and a half, that feels too low. Like, And I don't want to start delving into further fractions. It no, just involves more math than I want to do. So yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt and give it a four. And I'm going to say that I see why it was on that list of... <laughs> Movies you should see. It should not have been on a list of found footage movies you should That's see. That's right. But I I would recommend it. I, I mean, I think it would be worth watching for other people. Yeah, I think so. Now, tomorrow, I don't think we're going to try to find found footage. I think we need to take a break from failed attempts <laughs> at found footage. Okay, so we will watch a non-found footage movie tomorrow. Or maybe found footage. <laughs> maybe we'll accidentally find one. Yes. So let's all make no noises because noises get picked up. Um, no noises, but I have to open my notebook. Shh. No noises. Shh, be quiet. Okay.